Hey guys, before we get stuck into today's episode, I want to thank the sponsor of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and that is Unify Health Supplements. Unify have the most premium, high-quality, science-backed products on the market in Australia today, and you guys can use the code TFLP to save 10% off your next order at unifyactive.com. Unify has a range of products, including whey protein isolate, plant-based protein, a pre-workout, creatine monohydrate, and their best-selling product, the Hydration Formula. So again, use that code TFLP to save 10% at unifyactive.com. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Uh, we are nearly at the end of 2023, so I'm recording this on December 21st. And before we dive in, I feel like I say this a lot, but um, it's because I truly mean it. I am very grateful for every single one of you who listen to the show. Um, like right now, I'm just... This week is super busy, to be perfectly honest. We've got our new company, which is about to launch... Um, which is a supplement company called Unify. Um, and I talk a little more about that in the next episode that's going to come out. But super busy. Um, you know, I'm absolutely loving working with my online clients at the moment. Um, still working with a bunch of PT clients. We've got this new company, this podcast. It's been a busy few weeks. But in saying that, something that helps me a lot throughout these busy times, because I know so many people kind of get stressed out and almost overwhelmed at this time of the year in terms of their health and fitness, because it is more difficult than usual, right? Something that helps me is having anchors or non-negotiables, right? And I've done an episode on this previously, but having things that you can do every single day, regardless of where you are, regardless of how busy it is, regardless of how you're feeling, that are going to anchor you into that sense of self and the frequency you need to be in and also allow you to feel productive and build that momentum, particularly to start the day, right? I talk about things like the cold shower, meditation, journaling, um, intention setting, and all the rest of it. And obviously for me, training is one of those non-negotiables um, on the days that I have sessions programmed in, eating well, you know, providing my body with the adequate fuel. But today I wanted to just just chat to you guys and, and help you firstly, you know, kind of maneuver your way through this holiday period and staying at the level of consciousness and awareness that you need to be at in order to continue to make progress. And I've been having conversations with my my one-on-one clients over the last few weeks and just saying that, you know, with nutrition and training, the goal is never to be absolutely perfect, right? Because it's not possible to stay perfect year-round, okay? When we set that expectation of ourselves, we get disappointed when we don't do it. So whether it's the food, whether it's the training side of things, our goal is to be consistently as close as possible to our targets with calorie intake, with protein minimum, with our training sessions, you know, regardless of how busy our weeks are or how difficult it is to stick to our targets, if we can do exceptionally well, more so than not, then we're going to continue to see progress, right? And the best thing is if we're implementing all these strategies around our calorie intake and we're still, you know, making sure we overload our training and getting our sessions done, you know, following your non-negotiables and staying on top of your headspace and mindset and whatnot, throughout a busy period, it feels easy as fuck once we're not in a busy period, right? And I just think a lot of people use the excuse of the fact that now's not a good time or, you know, I've got this thing coming up so it'd be easier to start in a week or two or whatever it may be. And and I encourage you guys to not 
not lean into that mindset at all, right? Because there will always be an excuse we can think of as to why now is not the right time. But now is the right time, guys. Okay, and, you know, whether it's with your nutrition and, you know, you're following your your calorie targets. And I, I put up a story yesterday actually talking about the nutrition side of things. And I think this one will help you guys a little bit too is that there's obviously a lot of stress around calorie intake if you're in a in a deficit trying to lose fat at this time of the year when we have things like Christmas parties and um, you know a lot more social events and whatnot and obviously Christmas itself but again if we're using you know strategies like calorie cycling or you know creating calorie buffers or whatever it may be that's obviously going to help us but at the same time if there's a day or two where we go over our intake it's not the end of the world okay because most of the year is not going to be this busy so if I've got you or myself in a calorie deficit, typically I'll go three to 500 calories below maintenance, right? So if I'm in a 500 calorie deficit across the span of a week, that is 3,500 calories that I'm in a deficit of. Over the span of a month, that's 14,000 calories. Now, if I look at, and this is why I think it's really important to expand your horizon, your time horizon on, on how you're judging your progress off. It's not day by day. Looking at span, over the span of a week or a month or multiple months. So if I have two days this week where I go over my calorie intake by a thousand calories, right? Like a massive blowout. Then I still have to keep in mind that I'm still in a 1500 calorie deficit. Okay. So I said before that if I'm in a 500 calorie deficit every day, that's 3,500 for the week. If I go over by 2000, I'm still in a 1500 calorie deficit. And the other thing we need to keep in mind is that if we've gone over our calories, we should have more energy to train. So we don't need to punish ourselves. We don't need to feel guilty. There's absolutely no reason to do that. But what we can do is utilize these extra calories to make sure we're expending as much energy as possible in our sessions, but more so overloading and, and you know hitting new targets and, and progressing with our training and giving the body a reason to, a reason to train, uh, a reason to grow, sorry, a reason to change. It's nothing to be stressed about, guys. And I, I want you all to you know, enjoy this period as well, because that's, that's what it's for. I, I say to my clients all of the time, you know, I've run six and eight week challenges and whatnot. And, you know, I work with people over three, six or nine, sometimes 12 month periods, but the mindset is never a start and finish date. Okay. Whenever on a, whenever on a program or on a diet, whatever it is, we are purely just starting to understand and apply the tools and the strategies necessary to eat accordingly with our goals and to train effectively accordingly with our goals. Okay, so there's no start and finish date. And so we want to be making sure that we are educating ourselves on on some of the things that we can continue to measure and control because in the end of the day, body composition should not be a, a guessing game. There should be no guesswork involved, and I've said that so many times, right? But uh, And I think it's, a, it's very easy to fall into that trap of negative thinking around, you know, having a day or two where you go over your calories or things aren't perfect, right? But when we think of it on a broader time horizon, right? If I think, uh, if I say to you, okay, in 30 days, if you, if you ate like absolute shit for 27 out of 30 days, didn't train for 27 of the 30 days. And then on three of those days though, you ate exceptionally well accordingly, you know, to your calorie targets, you trained really well. Do you think at the end of that 30 days, you would look the best you've ever looked? Or do you think you would even make any progress? All right, the answer is quite obviously no. But for some reason, we think that the opposite is true. Okay, we think that if we've eaten accordingly with our calorie targets for 27 days, we've, we've made great progress, we've been ticking off our water, we're doing all our non-negotiables, but then there's three out of that 30 days where things aren't perfect. For some reason, we think that we're going to look like shit at the end of the 30 days because of this one or two outliers. 
results don't come from the outliers. They come from the consistency. Okay, and that's where that's where I hope to have a bit of an impact with you guys is to switch that mindset across to it's not it's not a quick fix. We're not in yeah, we're not doing this for a quick fix, okay? If you're listening to this show whether it's for health and fitness reasons, whether it's for business, whether it's mindset, there's no start and finish. This is not a quick fix. All right? We are we are compounding consistency over time. We're making investments into ourselves day after day, right? And I use this analogy, I actually I put it up on my Instagram story before about a dam, right? Like a water dam. So if I'm on the outside of the dam wall, on the other side of the dam wall, the water is gradually rising and rising and rising. And in this case, we can think of that like us putting in consistent efforts on a daily basis, right? Working towards our goals. We're making those investments every single day, you know, day by day. It doesn't, it's not, it's not the, the big things that we don't know about. So there's no secrets involved in terms of how we're going to see success. It's the boring stuff. It's the they're consistently ticking off the boxes day after day that are in alignment with what we say that we want. Now, if I'm on the other side of the damn wall, I'm putting in the effort every single day and I'm looking at the wall, I'm thinking, fuck, man, it's not even growing. Like there's no water coming over that damn wall. Or there's no, the, the water's not breaking through the damn wall. How do I, I'm not making any progress. I'm putting in all this work and nothing's happening. But what we don't know is on the other side of the wall, that water is gradually rising and rising and rising and rising and rising. Okay, and that's us accumulating these investments into ourselves that is gradually building momentum and starting to accumulate into significant results, whether again, that's physical, whether it's with your meditations, whether it's uh, starting a new business, whatever it may be. And so unfortunately, a lot of people you know, are on that other side of the wall and they think to themselves, fuck, this is not working. I'm going to start something else or I'm going to give up or I'm, I'm going to stop doing this now. But what they don't know is that if I had it stuck out, stuck it out for a little bit longer and continued to compound that consistency, that they were not far away from that water overflowing over that damn wall or breaking through the damn wall completely. And that's when all of a sudden we have this huge rush that is filled with all that consistency and the compounding effort that we've been putting in. And that's when we flourish. That's when we get to experience the wins and the growth and the progress. And that's when we get to see it. That's that's the reward, right? And so my challenge to you guys is that coming into 2024, and, and I make an episode every single year, right, talking about how there's absolutely no fucking point waiting until January 1st to start working on yourself, okay? It doesn't make any sense or working towards a goal. You're, and I, I encourage all of you when you're listening to this podcast to take some time to sit down with a pen and paper, right? And I've talked about this process before, but start setting your intentions, right? Start deciding what is it that I truly want. And because it's so important to make sure that there's some form of emotional attachment to what you're saying you want. Because I can write down all this shit on a piece of paper because it sounds cool or because everyone else does it, but if it doesn't mean anything to me, I won't remain accountable to it. Okay, I won't remain accountable to it. So I want you to write some things down across all different areas of life. What is it that I want? I want to be really, really clear on what I want. Okay, and think illogically. If you continue to think and do, do logical things, you'll get logical results. But it's time for you guys to step out of that comfort zone and start seeing illogical results and changes, okay? And so we're thinking about what we want with no limitations. If everything was an ideal world, what would I want? Okay, it's like a little kid, right? When a little kid is, um, you know, in their imagination, right? They're in the backyard playing cricket on Boxing Day and in their head, they're standing in the middle of the MCG and they genuinely feel like they are and their brain's not going to 
any of the reasons as to why it's ridiculous, right? They're not going, oh, fuck, hang on, I'm only six years old. Maybe I'm not at the MCG or wonder if I can even make the side or, oh, shit, there's so many people here, I'm a bit nervous or maybe I'm not good at cricket. They're not thinking any of that shit. They are in the state of imagination and excitement. And that's a state we should be in when we're setting intentions, goals and manifestations, right? And really get clear on what it is that you want. And I always mention how you know, manifesting and setting intentions is very similar to paid advertising because when we type in on Google a product that we want and then we're on social media over the next couple of weeks and we're seeing ads after ads after ads of this product that we said that we wanted, right? Whether we're looking at it consciously or subconsciously, they're popping up. And the more we see them and the more it means something to us, the more likely it is that we're going to purchase the product, okay? And when it comes to our intentions, we need to be very, very clear on what it is that we want and we need to make ourselves aware of it as often as possible and remain fucking accountable, and, and there's a obviously step-by-step process. I've done an episode on this previously and I might even link it in the show notes in terms of manifesting tips and, and how to, to set goals. And, you know, because I think there is obviously a big crossover between goal setting and manifestation, but I think there's also some differences. And um, so I've spoken about that previously. I'll link that in this show. But as usual, I feel like I'm rambling on a little bit. But what I what I hope that you take out of this short episode is that I want you all to to realize that you are so much more capable than what you give yourself credit for, right? You are capable capable of so much more than what you give yourself credit for, okay? And people say year after year, you know, this is going to be my year, you know, this is going to be, I'm going to be different next year, everything's going to change, but guys, nothing fucking changes if nothing changes, all right? And I encourage you to, to make your first change, the fact that you start working on whatever it is that you want right fucking now. Okay, start working on it now. Set that intention. Decide what it is that you want. Align yourself with that. Start doing the things that are necessary in order for you to move closer towards those targets. And that can be physical, okay? But, but what we need to really understand is we need to get rid of these fucking excuses. We need to... We need to change the things that haven't worked in the past. We need to make sure that we are we have some form of attachment to what it is that we're saying that we that we want, right? And I, I genuinely know that every single one of you listening to this are capable of so much more than what you've given yourself credit for. And and a lot of the time the reason that we don't get to that end goal that we're searching for is because of the fact that it doesn't happen as quickly as we want it to fucking happen. Okay, coming back to the damn wall analogy. If we're judging our progress off how quickly we get to the finish line, there's a few things that happen. We're not enjoying the, pro, the, the journey whatsoever, okay? But we're also so fixated on this end result that we're trying to force the outcomes all the time, okay? We're, we're, we're impatient. We're making moves out of desperation instead of being in that evolution and expansion and all the rest of it, but... We, we need to compound that consistency, right? It's like compounding uh, money, right? Finances. It's like putting a small amount into a high interest account every single week or every single month or putting it into an index fund or whatever it is. And over time, that starts to compound and accumulate. And and that's how you start to, to accumulate that wealth, right? And so it's the same with whatever targets you are working on at the moment. Okay, and so this year... Um, I, I've seen so much growth even in the audience. Like a lot of the feedback I've been getting on shows um, throughout this this year has been really, really incredible. And I'm hoping that some of these strategies strategies I'm sharing with you is allowing you to start to have that genuine belief in yourself as well 
And in this episode, I, I wanted to share like a few of the things that I sent out to my email list yesterday because I feel like it's going to to really help you. These are just a few takeaways that you know um, I was just putting some thought to the other day when I was thinking about recording this episode, to be honest. But these are kind of like lessons or things that I have implemented in order to continue to evolve as that best version of myself. And that's what I want you guys to have as well, right? And so I'll add as well, like if this is from a physical side of things, if, you are, if you're finally ready to, to take complete control of your nutrition, your training, right? To understand the, the actual fundamentals of what you need to be doing with your nutrition and your training to remove all that guesswork, then go down to the, the show notes in this episode, click the link and book in a free Zoom call with me and we can chat through it. All right, I'll go back through this podcast and, and listen to some of the content in here and start to implement these strategies so you can start seeing genuine change. But I'm going to share some of these things with you now. So these are some of the things that, as I said, have allowed me to continue grow and to continue to grow and evolve as a person. Um, and and some of them, you know, if, you know, rewind a year or two ago, would be things that I wouldn't have even put any thought to. But now they're things that I'm able to share with clients that I'm working with on their mindset or their training or through content like this or through just conversations with friends. And it's been so, I'm so grateful to be able to have watched how much growth people have seen over this this past 12 months in particular, those that are kind of within my circle or consuming some of my content due to the stuff that I've been sharing. But I don't get any of these experiences if I continue to stay in my comfort zone or if I, if I just give up on things when things don't go my way or, or when things aren't happening the way I want them to or if I'm not compounding that consistency over time. Like I've been doing this shit, guys, like, you know, working on myself and, and building my business and also building my physique and my knowledge around all the topics I cover on this show. I've been doing this since 2013, right? So this is year 10 coming into year 11. But my mindset around you know there's always more there's always there's always something that I don't know yet or there's always something that makes me uncomfortable where there's resistance that if I can lean into it I know there's growth on the other side of that so keeping that growth growth mindset is very important right so I'll share some of these lessons with you guys now so first one is that I learned that the experience the experience that I'm having in reality is a reflection of the energy I put out into the world it's just like a mirror Okay, so what, you're, what you put your focus on is typically what you get more of, right? So if I'm having a really shit week or a really shit day or, you know, the people around me are pissing me off or whatever it may be, I can look at that from one of two ways. I can resent the other person or resent the outcome that's happening or blame everything on everyone else. And it is really important to, to understand this will, this is a hard kind of like hard pill to swallow, but this will, this will free you guys. This will drastically change your life if you can buy into this mindset of just understanding that not everything in life is your fault, but everything is your responsibility. The way that you respond to things is your responsibility. So when I talk about my experience in real life is a reflection of what I, what energy I'm putting out, if things aren't working out, if things aren't going my way, if there's, there's people who, um, you know, I feel like, if I feel like things just aren't great in my life, at any stage, the first thing I do now is, is come back and kind of look within. It's like, all right, what energy am I putting out? Think of an easy example, right? If I walk into a room and you guys, every single one of you that are listening to this are in that room. If I walk into that room and I have the shittest low energy, um, I'm, I'm rude, I'm kind of short with everyone, I'm very blunt, I'm not excited, um, you know, I'm, whatever it is, I'm, I'm feeding off all this negative energy you can almost guarantee that every single one of you are going to feel that energy and most likely that's what I'm going to experience from you guys as well 
because why would I why would you guys respond to me in, in a super positive energy and as high frequency energy if I've come in there with the exact opposite? Right now, flip that script and think of it in the opposite way. If I walk into the room and I'm I'm fucking up and about, I'm super positive, I'm at a high frequency, I'm making every single person in that room feel important, every single person in that room feel feel special and giving everyone attention and and, and spreading all of my positivity and my excitement onto you guys, then I can guarantee that you're going to feel that same high frequency as well. Okay, so it all starts within. And I even had this conversation yesterday about, I use the example of a relationship, right? Um, and I'm definitely no fucking relationship coach, but this is an interesting one. If I if I have a, a shocking day, right? I'm in a bad mood and I get home from work and um, you know your partner's already at home. Well, I'm not going to say, man, let's just use a random example, right? So we've got someone who's had a shit day, they get home from work, um, most and even little things, right? Like let's say most days they usually do the dishes, right? But today they just couldn't think of anything worse. And they walk in the door, their partner's there, they're really blunt and short with the partner, um, they're not giving him much attention, they're really snappy, they're in a bad mood, and they crack the shits because the, the dishes are still on the bench and they, they were hoping that someone else was going to do them. And then all of a sudden the partner starts being quite negative towards them, all right? And all of a sudden, they're getting the partner's pissed off, and and now this person's thinking to himself, "What the fuck, man? The last thing I need is this bullshit after such a hard day." And then you start getting frustrated, and, and then you're both at a low frequency, and everything just fucking sucks. Now, another example of that that would work in this person's favor is on the way home, sending a text or a call or whatever it may be, or even just spending time in the fucking car before you go inside to change the state that you're in, change that energetic state. But if I like you call up the partner and go, hey, look, I've had a pretty average day. I'm not feeling that positive. Uh, I'm in a bad mood. I just want, I just make, wanted to make sure that you know that I'm not taking any value on you. Um, uh, if I'm short or whatever or blunt towards you, don't take it personally. And also, I know I usually do the dishes, but do you reckon you would be able to do them for me tonight? Because um, I just couldn't think of anything worse right now. All of a sudden, that person walks in the door and it's a completely different scenario, right? Because the partner has the awareness around what's going on, okay? So they might give them space. They might try and do something for them to cheer them up, make them more positive. And, and all of a sudden, the experience is very different. But again, the reason I use that example is because it comes back to understanding that the energy you project out is what you are going to receive back. So that's where we need to get intentional about how we're carrying ourselves daily. And that's things like journaling and setting intentions in the morning. Like, how do I want to feel today? What do I want to get out of the day? How do I want other people around me to feel? And then we start to look at what we need to do in order for that to happen. The next thing I had here was I started making decisions fast. Okay, the sooner you make a decision, the sooner you know whether it's the right or wrong one and can move forward with this new information. Okay, so success and progress love speed. Okay, and so the goal is to continually keep taking action. Continue to continue, continue to move forward all the time, all right? Just taking baby steps, continuing to just step-by-step, carrying that momentum, not focusing on the shit that's in a month's time or three months' time or a year's time or comparing yourself to anyone else. It's just what is the next move and how quickly can I make that next move? Now, if we spend a long period of time in procrastination about, well, fuck, I don't know whether I want to, I don't know which one's the right decision, which one is it, and we spend three months trying to make a decision and then eventually we make the wrong one anyway, we've just wasted three months. Whereas... Instead, if I just make that decision fast, and obviously we still want to make the decision based off, you know, a prop. We're not just making um, what's the what's the word for? It? We're not making reckless decisions, but if it's a fifty-fifty thing, or you you know you, you're you're unsure of it, it's like just go ahead and try it. And without that procrastination, when we make these 
moves and take action fast, then very quickly we now have more information for ourselves to know whether or not it's the right or wrong decision and we can continue to move forward and use that as a lesson. Setbacks, failures, all the like the whatever you want to refer to it as, it is not you cannot fail if you do not stop. Unless you give up, you cannot fail. Right? Every single time we have a setback or you know a quote unquote a failure, we look at it as an attempt. Okay, what can I take from this to make sure this doesn't happen again or to improve on this next time? Similar to the first one I shared, uh, the next one is that I learned that the, the way that people treat others is typically a reflection of how they feel about themselves inside, helping me remove all judgment towards others. Okay, and I've spoken about this before. I think it's a really powerful one and, and one that every single person can use is to not take not take things personally when someone may treat you the wrong way or when someone's, you know, acting in a way that's not, it doesn't make it right, okay, it doesn't make the other person right, but it also it also doesn't mean that they're a bad person. They may just be in a bad headspace. And I think by understanding that we can remove ourselves and have a different perspective and and not be in judgment all the time because if we're judging everyone else all the time, then how can we sit here and say, well, I don't want other people to judge me? Again, what we put out into the universe is what we receive back. So if I'm spending all my time in judgment, you can be sure as fuck that that's the experience I'm going to get back as well. I've doubled down on compounding consistency in everything I do and that's what we started this show off with, Okay. Just flip that switch, guys. Just flip that switch of just compounding the consistency day after day after day and just have that knowing, the trust that everything is happening around you. Everything's happening for you in the way that it's meant to happen. As long as you're in alignment and you're doing your part, things will work out for you. Everything happens for us, not to us, all right? I stopped relying on things, people, or places to bring me genuine happiness and joy and learnt to raise my frequency through meditation and my thoughts to experience it within making everything external 10 times more enjoyable, yet no longer needing external factors to feel good. This is a powerful one. This is a really powerful one, and this is where I find meditation so helpful. It's, it comes back to that whole process around manifestation, the law of attraction, It's like, and the law of vibration. It's like how the outcome that I want, what, what type of person do I need to become now? What does that ideal version of me look like, and how can I think, act, behave, and feel like that version of myself right now? Because when I can do that, if I can experience these levels of happiness and joy and gratitude, whatever these emotions are that are attached to the outcome you're trying to to work towards, then in reality, I've already got it. The, the brain and the body have no, they don't know the difference between a thought and reality. We can still chemically have the same response, whether it's a thought or whether materialistically or you know in in three D reality, we actually have the the thing we're trying to achieve or attract. So. When you can finally get to the point where you're no longer using people, things, places to give you happiness, that's when shit gets fun, all right? And and I'm not a, a massive fan of the, the word content because I think, you know, you can use it in different contexts, but I think if you can live your life in a state of being content and not needing little things to spike your dopamine and happiness, you just add a high frequency all the time by choice, then that's when life gets really fucking good. I double down on knowing that all growth comes from resistance, discomfort, and the unfamiliar. If it's uncomfortable or familiar, it typically won't give you a different result. So we want to chase the resistance and discomfort, and you will experience incredible growth and change. One of the best bits of feedback that I've been getting from my one-on-one clients lately is just the fact that in the past, as soon as things would get uncomfortable, they would shy away from it. Okay, They would take the easy option they'd make the easy choice the the choice that the brain and body want you to make 
and that is going to what's familiar, what's safe, what's known, what's comfortable. But you're going to get the same result. You're not going to get a different result if you keep doing that. Now, what you'll find is when you do lean into the resistance and the discomfort, all of a sudden you think to yourself, fuck, this wasn't actually as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Whether it's a hard conversation, a, um, an email you've got to get back to, whether it's you know starting to change your physique, whether it's starting a new business, whether it's uh, launching a podcast, whatever it is, asking someone on a date, it's typically not as bad as what you make it out to be, right? And then once we've lent into that resistance and we see the change and the growth, it becomes addictive, right? Like I'm at this stage now where I'm looking for the resistance. What feels uncomfortable? Where is the resistance? And how can I lean into that as much as possible? Because I know that on the other side of that is growth and change, okay? And I want you guys to experience that too. Like the listeners of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, obviously the content we, I cover on this show is quite quite broad. And I would love to hear from you after this episode, whether you share a screenshot of this on your story or whether you just reach out to me directly you know, what episode this year has helped you most or what types of content are you enjoying the most? Is it the niche fitness stuff? Is it the niche mindset? And I'll always keep a broad mix of both. But, um, you know, I, I hope I'm really making an impact for you guys through my experiences that I'm sharing with you, okay? Got a few more here, guys, and then we'll wrap this up. I was going to keep it short, but it's ended up a little longer, but that's okay. So I'll run through these now. I stopped trying to force outcomes instead of align my thoughts and actions with what I say I want and let it happen when it's meant to happen. Okay. As long as we end up at the destination, it doesn't matter what fucking vehicle we take to get there. All right, I'll leave it at that. So the next one, I learned that if I continue to think logically, I'll continue to get logical results. Like I said to you guys at the start, sometimes if you're continuing to do the same shit over and over and over again, or if there's a, a pattern that you've done previously, or a pattern you're seeing everyone else do, it doesn't necessarily mean that's the only way. It doesn't mean that you have to do that, right? So sometimes... And it makes perfect sense, right? If I'm doing something that's illogical, something different, you know, I'm stepping outside of the box, it's most likely going to give me a quite illogical response, uh, a logical uh, result, feedback and and end result. So really starting to think illogically and, and removing yourself from that fucking autopilot and the, the, the airplane mode, right? We're just cruising through and not putting any thought to anything or just doing the same things over and over and over again just because... We got to a position by doing one thing. Doesn't mean that that one thing is what's going to be required to get us to the next position. Next up here, I've gone out of my way to receive feedback on how I can be better in all areas of life. And that just comes down to, again, not not uh, just kind of passing judgment, right? And just understanding that I want to be the best person I possibly can be. I want to help you guys get in, in the best physical shape of your life. You know, get your body fat percentage down, increase your lean muscle tissue, imp- increase your performance, understand nutrition, remove all the stress around that. I want to I want to be the best partner that I can be. I want to be the best friend that I can be. I want to be the best business person that I can be, the best podcast, whatever it is. And so being open to feedback allows you to not have resentment towards others, particularly when you know it's coming from a good place. But the most importantly, it allows me to grow, okay? The last two here is I've invested fuckloads of money into my mentors, coaches, or people who have already done what I'm trying to do in order to collapse time. And all that means is that if I'm paying a mentor who has 10 more years of experience than what I do, realistically, I am paying for 10 years worth of experience. So the price that I pay for a mentor might seem like a lot of money, but if that's going to collapse time and allow me to make you know, significant growth in a, in a period of time that doesn't make sense, then I've already seen a return on my money. And a lot of the times I, I feel like there's this energy we get once we make a convicted decision 
that before anything even happens, before we even do any of the work, whatever it may be, our energy has already shifted. We're putting a sign out to the universe that we are willing to do what's required. We're willing to invest in ourselves in order to receive, okay? And in order to receive, we need to be giving, okay? And even within my business, I I understood that, okay, if I am going to be working with people in high-ticket coaching programs, one-on-one or mindset mentoring or even my, my lower-cost programs, why would the universe give me all of this business if I'm never spending money on myself to better myself as well, okay? And I feel like I've always been pretty good at investing in myself and particularly around the education and growth, but this one was a this one's been crazy and, I, and my whole understanding or the way I look at money in particular now has changed. It's just, it's an energy and I feel like we could probably do a whole episode on this, but really starting to look at my attachment style with, with money and, and not just with money, like just in terms of like my, the way that I perceive things or people is typically a reflection of, of just what I'm projecting out about how I feel inside about myself or, or how I feel like, um, you know, my belief systems around certain things. And so for me, something needed to change. And every single time I've invested into myself, you know, and, and looked at it not as a, a from a place of scarcity or, or anxiety or stress or contraction or, um, you know, f- or, you know, that anxiety around like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this. It's like, nah, fuck that, man. I'm going all in on myself. I'm going all in. And that convicted decision allows me to then see that growth and progress, and it's been awesome. That the last one here is kind of similar to what I just said. It's around um, judgment, right? So I've done regular stock takes on how I'm projecting my judgments or limiting beliefs onto others to see where I need to change my own beliefs and do more inner work. And so, in a nutshell, guys, like this year has been a massive year of growth for me, like personally, and hopefully you've been able to experience that as well through me sharing this through the podcast, but. I just want to challenge you guys, right? I want you to to get outside of your comfort zone. I want you to invest in yourself. I want you to set illogical goals. I want you to remove the parts of your life that you know are not helping you or serving you. I want you to go out of your way to share your experiences and share your positivity with other people as well. And and really just start to look at where do I need to improve? You know, what parts of my life do I need to improve and and how can I do that? It's time to switch off the fucking autopilot, guys, and, and and get back to the point where you are you are looking at every day as an opportunity to to be that best version of yourself and to attract the life that you want, but also to bring others up around you as well and and prove to yourself that you're capable of way more than what you think you are, right? There's again, like I said, illogical growth can happen in a very short period of time when we start to remove the limiting beliefs, when we start to to think outside the box and of course leaning into that resistance all right so hope you've enjoyed this episode today guys um i appreciate you all so much Uh, i love recording the podcast throughout the month of january in particular i'm going to be doing a bunch of solo episodes probably some shorter form ones um on specific topics every on each episode will be around a specific topic so i'd love for you to send through some recommendations or suggestions on what you'd like to hear um we also want to introduce some new segments into the show in 2024 um, where we can get you guys involved a little more whether it's sending through you know audio or video questions um whether it's you know sharing um the 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 top weekly reviews on the podcast on the show and and giving you guys a shout out happy to hear your suggestions but appreciate you all. Um, I'm fucking pumped to dive in 2024, but it doesn't matter whether it's 2024 or 2023, a Monday or a Sunday or a Wednesday, it doesn't matter what fucking day it is. 
you can make you can make drastic changes if you are just willing to to put in that effort and get to work now and take action. So I hope you guys do that. Have a great day. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. I'll chat to you legends soon.